C.S. Lewis said, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It is thinking of yourself less. What's going on, guys? This is How I Talk. We are back for another episode. You probably already know who I am. The guy to my right, uh, you may or may not know who he is, but I'm going to introduce myself. Hey, let me, tell you, let me start out this. I'm going to give him like what Beyonce say. Yo, bags are at the door. To the left, to the left, boy. Get on out of here. Go this way back. for you. That way, okay? Uh, to the left, okay? To the left. <laughs> I'm ready, though. Right. I'm ready. We're going to be talking about humility today. I'm excited about it as always. I love every topic because I have so much to bring to the table and I want to let you guys know. What are we doing with today, Chris? Yeah, so we're talking about humility. We're talking about humility as far as being a leader and why it is so important. So when we think about humility, guys, well, let's first talk about a, a leader, right? When we think about a person as a leader, sometimes we think of the traits of courageous. Uh, we think of visionary. Sometimes we think of charismatic. Those are usually the traits that people think about when you think about Steve Jobs, Bezos, Gates, all these great leaders in today's world. But I think what a lot of people forget is the humility aspect. I think that's so important. And, and Tim, you can attest to this. I mean, our conversations. Um, mm -hmm time and time again about having the humility. It's actually something I've learned from you uh, about having humility because one thing about it, when you are a leader, stones will be thrown at you. And you need to understand that stones will continuously be thrown at you left and right. It'll be people closest to you, it'll be people from afar, your enemies, but also the people that actually care about you. So you gotta be able to understand how to swift through dodging these stones and taking all these bullets that are coming your way. And humility is a big component of it. But Tim, I'm going to let you share your piece. What do you think? I, I agree. Humility is a big component of it. With humility, I think a lot of people tend to think about uh, someone who's a shy person who brushes off praise. They may think of them that way. Or the person who denies credit for uh, the team's success. They say, well, that's, that's humility. I would say, yeah, in a sense, these are semblance of humility. They not may I don't think they will fully represent the whole uh, arena of uh, humility, or maybe even what hits the core. But I think the thing that C.S. Lewis, C.S. Lewis, I don't know if you guys know, C.S. Lewis is a writer. He's basically a Christian writer, and I think he puts it best. C.S. Lewis said, "Humility is not thinking less of yourself." It is thinking of yourself less. So he said, it's not because uh, a lot of times people think, well, someone who's humble thinks themselves of really nothing. It's, it's not that. It's not thinking less of yourself. It is thinking of yourself less. In other words, you're not trying to put yourself out there first. 
all the time as it or all of that. He's saying you're putting yourself more behind and trying to allow others to take the course and to build them up and to bring them forward. So he said, it's just thinking of yourself less. So it would be like a mother, for example, I'm gonna give you this example of humility. A humility would be a mother and her kids. Now, when she goes to eat and fix food, guess what? The kids get the food first. Typically, that's how it works. The mother eats last. While she's thinking of them first, and she's thinking of herself less because they are the more important thing. And that's humility and that's humble. That's being, hu hu that's humility. You're putting them first, putting yourself kind of second or less. So it's just, it's not a, it's not even a denial of even of all of your accomplishments or successes, but it's a detachment from its significance. So it's not, I'm denying that I've, made these accomplishments. I'm not denying the success you may have and the things that you've done is that you're detached from its significance. In other words, it may mean a lot to other people who's looking in, but to you yourself, it's really not that it's, it's normal. So it, it may be you're driving a Benz, you're driving a nice vehicle, but you're going, the vehicle doesn't have you. You're going, I'm detached from its significance. Then it's just a car to me. See, that's when you reach that place of humility. You get out, you know, some people get, look at my car, man. It's all this, all that. Look at what I've done, you know. Well, you're not detached from the significance. You're still attached to it. So you're attached to the very thing that you think drives your significance. And therefore, i.e., you're not humble. Am I making sense to you? So, so, so the things you, you got to understand, the things you accomplish and you may do in your life, all of those are facts. Yes, that's great. But the significance that you may attach to it is a matter of perspective. So the significance that you attach to all these things that you've accomplished, it's just a matter of perspective. So your perspective, see, your perspective of it may be, eh, it's okay. not, But someone else's perspective may be, man, that is awesome. But if your perspective comes, man, I, I am the man of the world. I'm the greatest because I've done all of this. Well, it's a matter of perspective. And mm -hmm. so now your perspective is that, hey, it's just a car. That's all it is. And so... It's not about, again, like I said, about denying the facts. It's not, again, denying all that you have done, but playing down the significance of it because you're going, hey, it's just a car. It's just a house. It's just clothes. It, it doesn't have me. In humility, I, I think when people no longer have humility is when the things have them. So... Therefore, they're not humble because they're attached to the significance of the things. So if you have a lot of money, you flash it because you're attached to that because you think that creates somehow significance and value in your life. And so then you tell people and you kind of brag or you braggadocious or you show or you say, hey, look at this, look at that, because you believe that that is the attachment of significance and that's the attachment of value in your life. And because of that, that's what you display. That's what you show. But humility says just the opposite. 
Those things don't have me. The car doesn't have me. The house doesn't have me. The money doesn't have me. Therefore, I'm detached from its significance because it does not create my value. Oh, interesting. That's so good. you have to then find out what creates your value. And when you find out that things and those things that you parade around, when you understand that they don't create your value, then you all of a sudden have significance outside of the things that other people see as value and significant. Oh, I, I, I should quit preaching today. Y'all going, boy, y'all going to kick me off the show. Come on now. Come on. Talk to me. No, I think that that's great. That, that is true. I mean, you have years of understanding what humility means of being in leadership roles. Um, I would encourage everybody to try to put yourself in leadership roles because I'll tell you, leadership is the hardest thing. Managing is hard, but leading people is harder. You have to galvanize people. You have to have people to understand what the, the goal is, but then also adding that component of humility because a lot of people like to, to beat their chest. I think humility is definitely being able to have a component of servant leadership. And you brought in the example of uh, you know, a mother with her children. I'd even say, hey, one of the rules as a leader is whenever you have, say you have food for your team, who eats last? The leader eats last. Matter of fact, the leader actually- Simon Sinek yeah. writes his book, The Eaters, Leaders Eat Last. And that's the premise because of the mother. Exactly. So that component, or you serve the people. Humility is really serving others, empowering others. That's really what it is. You make your team feel like they are part of something bigger and greater. Because when you do something, it's not, again, like you said, it's not something that you're saying, I didn't do this. It's you're saying, I don't need to be in the spotlight. It doesn't mean I'm scared to be in the spotlight. It means I don't choose to be in the spotlight all the time. Talking about me. Because mm -hmm. there's so many other people that are a huge component to the success of what we have going on, whether it be a, a, a for-profit business, a nonprofit, a church, whatever it is that you have going on, it ain't just you. You may be the vision behind it, but it ain't just you. Matter right. of fact, John Bevere, he's a pastor. I was able to hear him. He's pretty, he's, he's really good. I got a chance to hear him in Houston. He says something interesting. He said, he talks to plenty of leaders all throughout the world. He's been to all the countries, pretty much majority of countries. He's taught, he's wrote, tons of books on pastoral leadership. He's wrote just tons of books in Christianity. And he said, the fact is, is that he's met so many leaders. And he says, there's a lot of leaders that have vision, but have no humility. He says, there's also a lot of leaders that have a lot of humility, but no vision. And I would say humility and vision should coincide together if you want to be a great leader, right? But humility is a huge aspect because a lot of people like to just talk about themselves. They like to brag about themselves but does that really empower people to want to do more a matter of fact life life will make you humble life will let you be have humility you know what i mean now you're talking from experience <laughs> life and now, I've, now i've learned see this is where humility comes in because i think it's also from a christian perspective i'll give you an example when i was younger i never understood why people would go to church and yell and scream and jump up and down and cry when I was younger. But then when life hits you and you go through stuff, you cry, <laughs> you break down. And that don't mean you're weak. It don't mean nothing. You just know. There's and this is this has to incorporate life is, it like life is touching boy. Life is tough. But it lets you know that there is somebody, in my opinion, with faith. You let you know humility allows you to let you know there's somebody bigger and greater than myself that is allowing me to do these things. Because truthfully, 
I can't just do it myself. Now, other people, you may listen to other motivational people and they say, it's all, it all starts with you. Yes, it does. But there's also a component of having faith that somebody bigger and greater will allow you to do things or make sure that you're able to do these things that you may not be able to control. See, there's some things that you think that you control, but you don't really control. You don't control if you get sick. You don't control if you get cancer. God may be allowing you to not have these things so you can go fulfill the dreams. I, that's what I'm really saying. And you talk about humility. People look at other people like Gates. I name those people. I would say, in my opinion, go look at Jesus, the man that had the most humility. Yeah. You want to talk about stones and everything being thrown at him? Yes, he had the most humility. He was the one who had that. But he was also confident. He'd also let you know this is where we need to go. He had the vision. He also tell you when you're doing wrong. He would call you out as a leader and tell you, you need to pick up your part or your end of your piece. But you also have the humility to say, you know what? I need everybody here. Everybody here plays a role into the greater being. So hey, I'm done. I'm done preaching. Case closed. <laughs> I, I did what I needed to do. Yeah, but you know, with humility, there's what some people would say. Uh, confidence is more important than humility. They might say that. They uh, in our society, we we tend to bring or we lift up those people who have the most confidence. Uh, we we say, hey, because successful people seem to be arrogant. Uh, so you you may tend to think, well, hey, here's a key to success. But just because I'm gonna say, let's just, let me say this: just because there may be a correlation to something, it doesn't mean it's a causation. Just because there's a correlation doesn't mean it's a causation. So they may be arrogant, they may have the confidence, but it may not be what's causing them to be successful. You may see the correlation, but it may not be what's causing them to be successful. And so people tend to be arrogant for what reason? Arrogant is usually based off achievement. So if you achieve something, it creates what's called arrogance, but it may not because of their arrogance, they are successful. See, they may have been successful because of things they've done before. And then because of the achievements, now they become arrogant. So just because you see the arrogance and the achievements, people tend to think there's a correlation when that may not really be the causation of what happened to get there. So it may have been they started out humble, but because of achievements that have been attained, now they've become arrogant. So because you see the correlation, doesn't derive, it's the causation. I hope you're with me. I hope you stand with me. Just stay with me on it. So will society will focus on that and then say, well, you need to be confident uh, of, of, as, a, as a lead. You need to be confident. But confidence doesn't necessarily dictate competency. And see, so it doesn't necessarily dictate. And that may have came by someone else was the foundation, humility, and those outer layers. Those things may have been the foundation of the competency that took place that helped create the achievements. And then all of a sudden, this person now has confidence and arrogance. The way it works, baby. I'm telling you how this thing works. <laughs> and so we, we tend to think that when we see them in that spot, but you don't know what all they had to go through to get there. But when you have to understand, I think both in life 
and in leadership position. Confidence may get you something. It may get you a job. It may get you whatever. But it's really the humility that determines your influence thereafter. Because humility opens your mind to new possibilities, not confidence. Arrogance and confidence closes it. Humility opens it. That is interesting you said that because that was going to be my final piece. I was going to dive into it. I was going to say that arrogance, uh, different from confidence, two different things, but arrogance drives people to want to follow you based on the things that you're accomplishing or the things that you're doing. I think humility drives people to actually want to be around you because they want to grow as people. They actually want to be either it could be mentored or they want to learn from you or they actually love what you're doing outside of just your accomplishments. They want to be around you because they believe they can be empowered and that they can grow as a person. In other words, you've made people evolve over time. You've grown people. And a lot of people, that's the difference between a leader and a boss. A boss will drive you to say, we need results but are they actually growing? Mm-hmm. In, in relationships or in anything that is uh, something leading, somebody, both people need to be making each other grow in a relationship, right? But whenever it's a dynamic of a leader and a boss, they need to be actually making people grow as a leader. A boss will not do that. A boss will tell you, you need to do this, this, and this because we need to get to a certain number. It's all about the numbers and dollars, right? Mm-hmm. That's all that makes sense. But when you're a leader, you're like, how can I make you better? How can I make you better and grow? And I think that's what a leader with humility does. Somebody with arrogance, people are going to just follow you because of your accomplishment or because you're making the money. That's the only reason people really follow you. Well, then you go back to what C.S. Lewis said. It's just thinking of yourself less. That's what C.S. Lewis said. So basically what you said is what C.S. Lewis defined as humility. So maybe he's got it right. Maybe he was on the cusp of something when he, when he mentioned that. So I, I would say, hey, humility is very needed. I think it's needed in order to grow. I think it's um, anytime you no longer have humility, I think it shuts your valve off and it stops you from uh, having the competency and stops you from doing the achievements. So I think it shuts that off because people won't give you the ideas. They won't, uh, you know, collaborate with you and therefore... You don't, you all of a sudden you see a deterioration in what they've accomplished because they've become now arrogant, a know it all. They think they've got it all down. So all of a sudden now I think it shuts off the valve. Uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I don't mean to cut you off, but you know what I've noticed is that while that is true, I've noticed that maybe it just is the younger, you know, me being younger, but I do agree that even older guys are like this or girls. It's yeah. when you are in business. It is a lot about who I am and what I do. It's always it's almost about bragging, being braggadocious about your accomplishments. It's about that type of stuff. And you'll notice that people like to flock to those people. But the people with humility, it's not that they won't talk about their accomplishments, but that's not their opening statement to you. It's not about saying I have this. I do this. It's about, hey, let's have a conversation. Let's first see character wise, moral wise. If we can relate, let's just have a general conversation. I don't need to try to give you my resume for you to want to do business with me. That's not how in my good business works. I think the humility people go more of how can I help you? Right. How can I serve you? Servant leadership. Well, let's see where you are and let's see where we where you want to go and let me help you get there. Right. 
That's right. more. And I think those sell better than anything else. Hey, this is our resume. This is what we got, blah, 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 blah. But if you come in, let's see, where, where are you at today? Now, where do you want to go? Now, how can I help you get there? Right, right. That, that's a good point, A to point B. And I think also with the, my last piece, my closing remarks is that humility drives character. Because when you have humility, it really shows what your character is like. Arrogance will also show you your character as well. You'll be able to see a lot about the character that you possess when you have humility and when you have arrogance. But humility will drive great character. Arrogance will drive poor character. Arrogance will show you what life has to offer you, the realism of life. I would say this, my last point, humility gives away power. Mm. You have to give away power. Uh, humility says you can now have this power. Uh, I'm going to give it to you and empowering those around you to do what it is they need to do. So you have to give away power to be able to do that. That's being humble to say, hey, someone else, you take the power, you take the mantle and I'll step back. That's what C.S. Lewis said, thinking of yourself less. And that's hard to do because we want to call that power. But remember, if you're, you're humble, you're an influencer, and an influencer has power, whether or not he has physical power or not. Or, or financial power, too. Or Look financial. at Gandhi. Yeah. Look at Gandhi. You become an influencer. And so as long as you're an influencer, you'll be fine. So if you're an influencer, humble, true at heart, guess what? You'll still have the power. But Definitely. that's hard to see. That's hard to see. Okay. <laughs> hey, let's... Well, hey, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. That was it. Uh, again, humility, servant leadership, uh, all these components are huge. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. We will see you on the next one.